0: All right so welcome back to drop a jewel malika today we have tomo here yeah, okay. mind of a hustler thank you for being here tomo you, i kind of gave you a kind of short kind of handshake but we're gonna fix that later um so thank you for being here this is our um episode six um uh, so we're a new podcast and with drop a jewel malika not only are we our podcast but we're also a business mm-hmm. and uh if, if one person who knows anything about hustling is me you know yeah. but i'm hustling for the right things but it's still hustling, right? Exactly. Um, And so what? why I wanted you to be on the show today is because um, I saw your work, the art that you're doing, everything that you're doing. I'll let you speak more about it. But I was like, damn, Mm. yo, he's doing his thing with art, music, but your art is so, like, different, you know? And I hear a lot of artists nowadays say, I'm an artist, I'm an artist. And I'm like, "Uh I don't know about all that, you know? Mm. And I know art is subjective, but some stuff is just not.
1: Yeah, you know, there's no passion in it. Yeah, for no sure. Yeah.
0: So I was like, um, I heard your music, um, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, like he got, he got, he got that gift, um, natural gift. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but also the work that you're doing, I thought that is really powerful, and I thought there's a, a lot of messages that could be shared about it. But also like your story, yeah. and you know, so I'll start off like this because there's so many layers to to you, right? you yeah. actually like. What's 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 the name of the business again? You just named me like five different. Yeah, you know. it's a
1: lot of different parts. It's a lot of different moving parts. So I'm Tomo. Like right. My what? name of my business is closed by Tomo. My, okay. Um, to find my music is probably by Tomo because everything okay. is just by Tomo. It's um, things I've created. Okay. And you asked me about my username on Instagram too, which is K O B K six one seven. So K O B K is a collective collective that I'm a part of. Okay. And there's about, like, 13 other artists in there as Oh, well. wow. So, wow. yeah, we all work on different stuff. Uh, we range from different places. So, some of us are from Boston, some of us are from Brockton. Okay. And mainly those two areas. There's a couple of us from yeah. Cambridge, stuff like nice, that. Yeah. Nice, nice.
0: So, so, Boston. Okay, on yeah. the map. But yeah. also Brockton, too. I always be talking about Brockton. I'm from Boston yeah. originally, so... Um, uh, so I'm always picking up my town and making those connections. But I I live in Brockton now, so yeah, you got that whole connection going on, right? Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. Before we even get into all that, the music, the art, the collaborations, all mm-hmm. those things you're doing, who's Tomo?
1: Tomo. Tomo is me. You feel me? I'm Tomo. Um, but I'm just I'm an artist. I've been an artist like my whole life for mm-hmm. real. Um, it's only been like since I was maybe like maybe like ten years ago, I started really taking it seriously. Not even that long. That's when I started, like, expanding my my artistry. I feel like in 2019, I really started taking it seriously because mm-hmm. I started putting all my music on all platforms.
0: Okay.
1: I think um I've been introduced to art, like, through, like, mm-hmm. going to church, you know? That's, mm-hmm. like, my first introduction to art is okay. from church. Like, you are seeing um, people in the choir sing, stuff mm-hmm. like that, dance, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. they'll have, like, um it's dances come vibe. through. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. different stuff. So yeah. And then just, like, growing up around my cousins, just being introduced to different types of music, different okay. genres, music, and, like, experiments. And, my own type of music. And as I've just, each year I grow, I just work on different mediums. Mm. So I started working on clothes in like 2018, and it all started with the music. I started off um rapping, but I learned mm. how to make beats because I needed my own beats. Right. And then from there, I needed clothes. So right. Then I just, right. I just made clothes. Made your own clothes. Each each medium I needed to learn, I was just, saying, I'm going to take time I'm gonna learn it and wow. then, um, work on it until I perfect it. And I don't feel like none of them are perfected, but they're where I need them to be. And they're going to well, What is perfection
0: though? Yeah, like,
1: perfection. I don't feel like there's a, a such thing as perfection. Right. But it's definitely like you could never stop growing, I feel like, and never stop learning. Right. I feel that's like right. a lot of people are like hindered by that. They feel like at a certain point, it's like, all right, I know this much, so I'm good. You yeah. But like, nah, you should never stop learning. You should always be right. a student.
0: Right. There's a saying yeah. that says, seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, you know, that's what that's what sounds like. You, that's what why, type yeah. of time you're on, right? Yeah. yeah. You got to look that up. Um, that's a jewel right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So Tomo, so, so Tomo is an artist, right? Yeah. But it sounds like you're also, you have this, for what it sounds like to me, like this business mindset of a hustler mindset, like, mm-hmm. because like, it's kind of like, um, when you're in business and you need something, and you want something done,
2: mm-hmm. it
0: sounds like you're going to go do it yourself. Literally <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm at the show tonight. Right. So let me create my own outfit. Cause, yeah. um, you know, why not? You know, cause you can. Or you know, I want to make this song. I got the lyrics right here. I'm gonna make my own beats, right? So it sounds yeah. like you, like, self sufficient in yeah. in many ways, right? That's dope yeah. because like many people are always seeking other people to like approval or their approval or validation or like brand, right? Yeah. Oh, let me go um, get this brand or get that brand. It's so funny because when I first started this corp- this business, this corporation, um, I was like, I, I made a couple of t-shirts and I was like my kids was like, Oh, I got this, um, it was some fancy brand. I was like, nah, we ain't wearing that, we wearing Drop a Jew. <laughs> you mm. know? And it was like, Okay, we wearing Drop a Jew <laughs> You know, so like it's such a beautiful thing when you can create your own. Um, so so Tomo is an artist, right? Mm. So when you think of artists, what do you what comes to mind when you think of art?
1: So when I think of art, I think um just anything that you create that can move people mm. i even view like architecture as a form of art right. you know i feel like as long as there's a creator or somebody that could, like has to build it and innovate to to push it that's art and honestly wow. um i was on my podcast the other day with my boys on backstreet community yeah. and we were talking about like the difference between a creative and an artist right. so i feel like um a creative is somebody that's going to innovate to push the culture forward an okay. artist is just replicating what they're seen what's being seen around them
0: Okay. You know, and I never
1: really thought about it that, from that perspective because there are certain people who are artists, and then there are certain people who are artists and oh, creators. Oh, okay. You
0: know? I like that. So, like, the creator is pushing,
1: like yeah. the, that that movement, pushing, that art. pushing everything forward by looking for new inno- innovative ways to do things. Right. right. Whereas you could just be an artist and you're just replicating what you've seen. So if you right. hear something nice on the radio, it's like, oh, I want to make something just like this. Right. Or you see a movie, and like, I want to direct something just like this. Instead I of like thinking, that. how can I take this and make it my own or like add to it. Right. You know, to like really push the culture forward. Wow. So, wait,
0: sound like, but you're pushing the culture forward a little bit, like a lot, right? So, so what do you consider yourself, a creative artist? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I consider myself just like, I consider myself a producer. Okay. At the heart of it. Because a lot of people when they hear producer, they think beats, but I feel like producing is just to take some, take raw materials and create something out of it. Wow. And so I feel like I'm a producer in all sense of the word, like whether it be through clothes, my music, my videos, stuff like that. Wow. I'll take what's in front of me and yeah. I'll create something new.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's powerful right there. Thank you. You know the name of the show is Drop a Jewel, or Malika, so you're yeah. already starting to drop Jews yeah. <laughs> before I even actually you to drop Jews. Um, so can you give us the idea of like, all right, you say you started to kind of get into this around the age of 10. Um, What is it about art that kind of like, I'll, I'll say this, many people get into things, but we lose focus. Mm. right we 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 lose focus quickly so what made you stick with your artwork like what mm. made you like how you stay focused because i'm sure like yeah. you live from boston i'm sure you're a black male. like there's some yeah. challenges some life twists and turns there's
1: a lot of stuff that goes on you feel me a lot of stuff that people fall victim to and certain influences and stuff like that i feel like what kept me focused is just seeing the people around me and the decisions they make um and me wanting something different whether that mm. be like positive or negative decisions. Like, seeing certain cousins, like, go through school and finish that and, like, see them work a job and, like, certain stuff I just didn't want to do. So, like, I've been, um, I'm 24 right now. I've mm-hmm. been recording music since I was 15. Wow. And so since then, like, I started off recording music because I got really inspired from a Kanye concert I went to.
0: Kanye. Yeah. Nice.
1: I went Shout to the Yeezy tour and, like, I seen how he had TD packed to the garden and I was, like, this is all off of just art that he's made. You know? Right. And he was able to do that. And that really inspired me, like, all right, let me record because, like, you know, like, I don't know, just being black household, everybody, you know what I'm saying, you have your little rap and stuff like that. But, like, to actually, sure. like, take a step to be like, all right, let me get a laptop. Let me learn a software and how right. to, like, record myself and do stuff like right. that. Right. I took that step. And then from there, I graduated high school, went to college, and I, like, built a network. And then once I felt like I was in college and I wasn't I, like it wasn't filling me, I, I decided to leave. Okay. What you did know? you go to college for? Uh, I went to UMass Lowell for entrepreneurship nice. and marketing. Yeah. All right. So
0: you got what you already needed from there. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you got exactly. out. Nice. Wow. So, all right. So you stuck with it. You had some influences. You you talked about building a network. Mm-hmm. What does your network look like?
1: Uh, I feel like. How'd you do
0: that? Because it's hard to build a
1: It was just like being genuine, you know, and just like being genuine and being willing to work. And grow with people yeah I feel like a lot of people when they think network they're like all right how can i find the best person to yeah. do such and such but it's like you're not always gonna have the best people around you but yeah, so you, have, sure. you have people that's around you that's willing to learn and stay dedicated right those are the people that you need to stick with okay because the best people that's doing whatever craft that you're pursuing they already have what's going on for them you're not going to be able to network with them unless you have like a bigger budget or it's be but the right. people that's there that's willing to build with you and like be like all right we have this foundation let's build with this like, we both not where really we want to be, but we going to learn and we're going to get there. Yeah. And we're going to stay dedicated to it. That's people that you need to be around. Because, like, all the people that's the best at their craft, their teams, they yeah. started off from the bottom and you work your right. way up. So, right. you got to network, like, they usually say network laterally, not um upwards.
0: Uh, or, like, wait, can ho- you, horizontally, can you, I guess. Can, can you give me more on that? Like- yeah,
1: so it's like you network across. So, like, instead of trying to, like, say Jay Z's in town, like, don't try to network with Jay Z. He's already where he's at right now. There's a Jay Z in your town right now you, wow. that you can network with. You just didn't get there yet. Right. You're, not, you're overlooking it because you don't, you might not see the status that a uh, bigger, like, artist or a mogul might have, you know? Right. It I think is. that's
0: dope how you put that, too, because I feel like with networking, like, even with me starting a podcast, I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, a lot. I mean, a lot. <laughs> right? Well, I thought I did. But starting a podcast, I had to, like, I, I think I mastered one area of, like, Social work and mental health and stuff. And people think of social work and mental health. They sometimes think of like some like coiny person who's going to come in and, you know,
1: just,
0: you know, take your kids or do something weird like that. But that's not me. That's Mm. not the type of time I'm on. I'm on a different type of entrepreneurial time. But I think because I knew so many people and like when I started the podcast, I was like, yeah, it's going to be, you know, lit. This person, you know, this person got me. This person. And I was like, whoa. I, had, I was like, this is a whole different experience for me because Dude. just because you know people don't mean, like you said, like you you guys are on the same level in some ways, and sometimes you've got to start from that bottom, um, but if you have that mindset, right, that that focusing mindset, that hustling mindset. Mind of a
1: hustle. Mind of
0: a hustle, what yeah. you going to get into? You're going to get to it anyways. You're going to get to that bag. You're going to get to, you are the bag, right? You realize that and recognize that, so, but I think it can be discouraging sometimes too, like if you do know people And, you know, um, you think you know them and, you know, the support is not there. So I think having a a support system, a network, like you just said, you didn't just say I have a network, like I just know people. But it sounds like more like a connected network, like people who support you guys support each other and you support each other's mission.
2: And I don't see that
0: a lot today. Right. Nowadays. I mean, it's very rare. And in some cases you can find it, but you got to be looking for the right things right like you can't mm-hmm. be looking for the jay-z right when you know your cousin over here is you know lit too and he's yeah. got it too right so i think that's a good point um let's think about mind of a hustler
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's that for you because
1: uh mind of a hustler is a uh, art exhibition that i put together with my brother eves okay and so we had it um we did the gallery opening on august 18th and we had it open for a week the week following. No, hold on, so, hold
0: on. Go back. Yeah. You did what?
1: An art gallery. Okay. You had the the gallery opening. It was an opening event and No
0: no no. Yeah. No no no. Pause. You yeah. did a art gallery?
1: Yeah, art gallery. It was like, my first art gallery. My so, first art art exhibition. So yeah.
0: what is okay, so when you th- when I when I a lot of people think of art gallery, they mm-hmm. may think of this, you know, high end, expensive art, like million dollar. But you did an own art gallery? Yeah. How many people you know doing making art galleries?
1: Not many people. I know a couple of visual artists though. Yeah. And I feel like I've learned I've been able to learn from them and that's through like, um through seeing what they're doing, I've right. been able to do my first art gallery. Wow. And even my bro Eve, this is his third time doing it. Nice. So but this is his first time doing it where he's the solo exhibitionist artist. Usually it'll be like in collaboration with other people to um support their vision, but yeah. this is like, all right. We came up with the concept together, and we was like, "This is what we going for. When for." We chose sure. "Mind of a Hustler." We were just thinking of names. We like spent like a, like I would think like a week and a half just thinking of names, just just brainstorming. And then it I was, was already
0: right in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> you already know like, what it is.
1: Just look into our minds, and it was really just to um, expand on the idea of not feeling like you have to turn to the streets or like do something that you're not passionate about to make your money. You could take your talent or whatever your interests are and turn that into a way to sustain yourself right. and to build a community around. Right.
0: You. How many people came out to that ex- exhibition?
1: You had a hundred RSVPs, and then we had about like I think fifty or sixty people on the guest list that didn't get to RSVP. In total, I think there, was, I think there was around like a hundred, a little bit around a hundred people there.
0: You had a hundred people come out to your first art exhibition. Yeah, the fact that you even did an art exhibition, and I've seen some of the artwork, and I was mm. intrigued. I was like, "This is dope!" Like, I, you know, um, Ti's Trap House. Type of yeah, museum. yeah, yeah.
1: I've, I've seen it. I've never been in person. I've yet. never
0: been there either. But oh. I, the, I, the idea of like being able to put your own story, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, the art paints like the artist, like yeah, kind yeah. of is, just puts their picture of like their reality or what's the story like and puts it in this image, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what I thought. I didn't think of like your copy and TI and nothing like that. But I thought of like, this is dope. Like, because I think in our community, we have so many people who'll be figuring it out. <laughs> like we gonna figure it out we hustle we so talented yeah. and i seen i was like yo he's lit he's talented like this and your crew your network right because you can't do something like that alone but exactly. just the, the thought right the thought of who who came up with the idea like i'm just like let me. i'm gonna go ahead and do this with that doing like, the
1: art gallery yeah so it was us it was us both and i i wanted to do the art gallery because um, he's he's been doing photography for a couple of years now. Yeah. So I was like, all right, how can I do something that can elevate me and my and my bro? You feel me? Yeah. So I've only started painting. Um, last year. Yeah. I've been drawing my whole life, but um, going checking the transition from drawing to painting is a way different medium because it's like, it's just it's different. Like you gotta um be able to you have to have a lot of patience because you have right. to wait for the paint to dry in between. Right. The sides. You can't just really like sketch out everything that you want in front of you. Is
0: that therapeutic?
1: It is. It is in a way. Yeah. I think so. Sometimes it's therapeutic. Sometimes it's kind of frustrating because yeah. <laughs> it's not coming out the way you envision yeah. it in your head. You know, you're just starting over a lot. I think yeah. overall, it definitely. I think art as a whole is therapeutic. It's a way for me to like really express my thoughts in a way that I can't. Not that I can't, but it's more like it's easier for somebody else to feel yeah. than me just explaining it. Like yeah. I could tell you how I feel right now, but if you might hear a chord on a song or see like a color palette on a canvas, you might feel those emotions way wow. more than me just telling you. Yeah.
0: You know? Wow. So, yeah. you know, I really do. Thoughts are so powerful, mm-hmm. and I think I I be talking to like I see clients for therapy and stuff, and I and I, not just therapy, but just in general, I always be telling people like, pay attention to your thoughts, yeah. because your thoughts literally become your reality.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like yeah.
0: for sure. Like you ever have like like a, like start your day off with like some negative thoughts, and it just everything just like messed up that
1: day. Yeah, all the time. I feel like. I try to, like, dismiss, like, the negativity that uh come into my brain. And a lot of the times, that's things like self-doubt. Like, if I'm working on something, and, you know, you might get that thought, what if this goes wrong? Or, like, what if this don't fall through? And it's just, like, you can't think like that. Which you, you just got to, like, you got to really, like, believe in yourself. And it's, sometimes it's hard to do that because, you know, the, the things that surround you might all be, like, things that oppose these beliefs. So, like, yeah, this is going to go right. It's going to go well. And you're seeing this go wrong. You're seeing this go wrong. You know what I'm saying? But you just really gotta like, you gotta push yourself to believe in yourself. You also gotta be realistic with yourself. You know, a lot of people hear like manifestation and stuff like that and think like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a million dollars tomorrow." That's not how it works. You gotta be like, All <laughs> "That's right.
0: the Instagram like post Like, be like, saying yeah. you're gonna be a millionaire today." Say yes. <laughs> Let yeah, me be nah, it's kind of
1: like I'm gonna work until I get to a million dollars. So then you think you got a lot of people don't think about the how they just think about what they want. Yeah,
0: the, yeah. It's like
1: how you gonna get there? Yeah, you know, for sure. I don't ever sit down and be like, "All right," like, I'm about to do like. This, I'm about to. If I say I'm gonna do something, I do it most of the times because it's like I feel like the more you don't do what you say you're gonna do, you destroy your willpower.
2: Damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, if you know you're
1: not gonna do something, don't say you're gonna do it, just be like, you know, I'll get around to it. But a lot of people be like, yo, you feel me? I'm gonna pull up here on this day at this time and do this, and then they don't do it because they be like, bro, you know, next time we, nah, if I say I'm gonna do something, most of the time I do it, right? You, know, you can't control everything, sometimes things come up, but right? Like, most of the time, Plans like, change, but yeah. if
0: you have that intent, then
1: right. it will
0: follow, right? Like, exactly. if you have a goal or vision. Sometimes we have goals and visions and we'd be like, um, all right, like you said, I'm a, I'm gonna get to that goal and vision, but we forget about the
1: process. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like there's a process between all that. Um, you you got a vision board?
1: I do not. Yeah. I feel like I feel like my art is kinda of like my vision. You got a vision board. board? And the thing is too, which is interesting, like um I've been seeing people create um, vision boards. My girlfriend was working on a vision board the other day and mm-hmm. I was really looking at it. And I was seeing, she had a vision board that she created in 2017. Mm. And a lot of the stuff on the vision board was like things that I see like present in her life right now. Right. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. Like, so I, I really want to know what it would be like if I created a vision board and like what it would feel like. Just I don't know. I feel like it might trip me out too much. Because I already <laughs> feel like, like they say life imitates art. And I feel like that's true. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff that I might like say in my music or even just like, um just like paints about like, it's like stuff that I see present in my life. Yeah. Whether it's like things that like I might, like, I feel like sometimes I find stuff about myself through my music. Right, like you that, didn't you know? realize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you, so she got the vision board, and mm. you seen that, and you're like, whoa! Like seeing that is like a reality of what in 2017. That's not too long ago. Yeah. It may seem long to her or some other people, mm. but when you think about, it, time goes by so fast. Yeah. And when see your goals come come to fruition, mm. that's like real powerful. But again, I think. I think it goes back to the, the action steps, right? Mm-hmm. You, you just can't. I think sometimes, like, I, I tell a lot of people, like, faith requires action. Like, it's good to be hopeful and, and wish and, and envision things, but you just think it's not going to sprinkle out the sky. You got to put in this work, right? Yeah, That's exactly. where the hustling comes into place, right? Like, mm-hmm. hustling, moving, figuring out things. Um, so, you, you mentioned about your music, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How many, how many um, compilations do you got?
1: A couple. I feel like <laughs> I got to look through my discography. I, I know I have. Um, so my first full-length project I released is called Dose Dose. Okay, and that two, two. was in okay. yeah those, those. two two because I turned twenty-two that year. It was ah. in twenty twenty, and so oh I dropped that, that. twenty
2: twenty joint. <laughs> yeah, I That's dropped hard. that,
1: and then since then I feel like I just been like, like just pushing out music. Because yeah. before then I hadn't like I've released music on like SoundCloud and stuff like that yeah. here and there. But, like to put my music on all platforms was me just saying like, all right, I'm about to put it out there and then see what people think about it. Yeah, and then I got good feedback. It was my first time like recording a um music in the studio too. Like now I'm own, working with an audio engineer to like mix it down. So it was a whole different experience. I got like good um, reception. I like, I like your music. Thank you. What's your favorite song? My favorite song? I don't know. I I have a lot of songs. All right. this today. I could tell you, I could tell you my favorite song off the, um, off the project I just dropped.
0: All right. What's the name of the project you just dropped?
1: Um, Marvelous. I dropped the project with my bro Owen. He produced the whole thing. Okay. Um, and my favorite track off of there is I'll say either Mayo Clinic. Yeah, definitely Mayo Clinic or "Stay On Your Word. All right, so uh, Mayo Clinic try. and
0: Stay On Your Word. Yeah. Tell us about the inspiration behind the word the, the album named Marvelous, right? Yeah. But also Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. Tell us about, about that one. Because I heard that uh, yeah. that joint and I was like, come again <laughs> when yeah. I was listening to it. And my therapeutic mindset went right into mm-hmm. it. Um but tell us about that,
1: like yeah. the inspiration for both. So Marvelous it was like from the day we started working on the album, I, I kind of felt like it was gonna be named Marvelous. I've been doing this with the past two projects I worked on. Like I'll name the project before like not before I start the project, but once we have like a kind of like one song or two songs, I'm like, yo, this just feels like this. Like this is what I want to work on. And then build it around that concept, opposed to like just like making a bunch of songs and putting them together and be like, all right, this is what this sounds like. Like I picked the direction first and then head towards that. And I chose marvelous because I just felt that's how it felt, you know? You felt all it's marvelous, marvelous yeah. just like, you <laughs> okay, know, like you know. really grand and like um just myself. And it's like marvelous in the sense of like, you know. Like something that people can marvel at. Yeah.
0: And yeah. So. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: And then specifically with Mayo Clinic, um, so naming my songs is a little bit different than like naming my project. I usually name the song after I make the song. A lot of the times, like uh, I hear the beat and I write to the beat, or whether I freestyle.
0: So it's not like necessarily like the the. Like you know how the um the hook of the song is not necessarily the song. Yeah, name. not always,
1: not always. Cause I don't even say Mayo Clinic in the yeah. song. You know? Okay, right. Because I, I didn't
0: that, hear that, but I, yeah, I know what that means. Mayo Clinic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mayo Clinic is a website where people like like to look up symptoms and like self and stuff. Yeah, So yeah, like, people I named be on it, there. People yeah. be on there. So that's the reason why I named it that too. Is just like um, I feel like in that song I was speaking about just like my experiences with like mental health and like um certain many episodes I might have had that were like um, TSC induced and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I spoke about that in the song. And you yeah. brought it up earlier before we were on air, like um, yeah. mentioning Carney. So that was um, something that had happened to me a while ago. Just like,
0: well, I, oh, can you like for yeah. our for our listeners? Mm-hmm. Um, you said you okay, you had some manic, like it's around manic, manic, manic episodes episode yeah. induced yeah. by THC, right? Yeah. But also, um, Carney hospital, yeah. right? So you was at Kearney hospital for some time, or yeah. I heard you say it on the song twice.
1: Yeah, like you it, was went there for, twice. it was for um, a couple of days. So the first time I went in there, um, what year was that? Maybe like twenty, either twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, and I was just I was in a mind space where I was like, um, so a while ago somebody had sold me K two. Like this is when I was real young. I was like probably like sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Somebody sold me K two, and I had like had a bad experience with that. Yeah, and then so after that. I took a break with weed, and I started smoking weed again. And then mm-hmm. for a couple of years, I was fine. And then one day, I just smoked weed, and everything was just, like, different. Like, I couldn't trust anybody around me. It made mm. me feel like people was just, like, had secret intentions around me. Yeah. It made me, like, real, like, like just, like, pushing everybody away from me. Because wow. I felt like people I knew my whole life were just out to get me. Yeah. And I became real paranoid, and it got to a point where I was just in, the, in the, my house just arguing with my mom, and my mom was just like, she was just like something's not right, you know. Right, so she, right. Your mama, know. mama, she, Yeah, know. You know, so she was able to call the ambulance for me, and then, uh, they had brought me in the carny. They were able to hook up IV, whatever they did, and so I was standing there, and psychiatr- psychiatrist was telling me I was probably experiencing. We didn't do psychosis. Yeah. And she was saying that like sometimes like your body chemistry changes, and like the way certain things like you might used to partake in like it doesn't remain the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it, she was saying it could be a possibility of like the k2 that i um consumed before it it's, could just be like my K2's body not of,
0: marijuana no it's synthetic like synthetic right okay synthetic okay. okay it's
1: what people in jail eat. yeah so a lot of times now like i'm glad like i'm not around for somebody to sell me what they sell now a lot of people like mix fentanyl in the weed and stuff, yeah, and stuff like for that sure. it's like to stretch out like whatever like um they're selling yeah. you know yeah so um through that experience and like just going in carny it's just honestly just like me being hard-headed and going back and be like you know what maybe i was just this time, let me smoke weed again and see like yeah. if it reacts differently, and then me just even becoming more paranoid. Wow! And so I just had to come to. I was saying the song like um, I wanted more for myself. Like I wasn't gonna let like just because I I used to smoke weed and I like smoke weed, and now it's reacting to my body differently. I'm gonna keep smoking it. It's like nah, I have to want better for myself. You feel me?
2: Yeah. Like
1: you know what I'm saying. I'm more than just the we. I'm more, I, I, I could do what I want. You feel me? I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't need anything to make me feel a certain way to help me in, to create or anything. Like, it's just like, if it's in me, then it's in me. You know what yeah. I don't need anything else to influence right. that.
0: Do you get high off your art?
1: Like, um, and what I mean
0: high, is like natural high. I think.
1: I think just life in general, you yeah, know? Yeah, life. Like, Just like, just really just looking at the beauty of life. I was speaking about this the other day. It's like, just like. Like life is so simple People overcomplicate it I think a lot But I understand it It's because of like How we live in society You know
2: There's
1: so many struggles That people have to go through But life is really just simple It's just like you know Care for the people around you Yeah And like just work on whatever it is that you want to work on but there's so many like different societal pressures that we have to undergo yeah. especially like being black in america is crazy that's you know what i mean that's i mean that's it that's, right there yeah.
0: you know i i'm not skipping the reason why i asked that question cuz i don't mm-hmm. i'm coming back to the the mental health piece mm-hmm. I don't, i'm definitely not going to skip over that yeah, you know i want to nah, do feel, that you know but i asked that because i think we're conditioned to always look like the society conditions us like you're not good enough like you mm-hmm. always got to be searching for Something else, whether it's a changing your body, whether it's changing your image, like the look, the physical body. Getting high, you got to be the under the influence, like of something. Yeah. Like we're always conditioned from day one. Like you need something else.
1: It's like a coping mechanism. Yeah, but yeah. but
0: you know what? Just like you, when you were thinking about the name of like your seat, your um your compilation, your music, and all these, these different things in the mind of a hustler exhibition, it was right here. Yeah. It's right here all along. So. I think society conditions us to be everything but ourselves and be in that out-of-body experience versus, like, learning to get to know you and, and, like, learning how, damn, life can be beautiful. Life is beautiful. Like, yeah. that's why they call it the present, because it's a gift.
1: Yeah, that's fire. That's a jewel right there. Yeah, no, for sure. That's it's fire. A, I like it, that.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's a gift. And so we don't, we're so worried about what happened to us mm-hmm. or what's going to happen in the future. Like, I got to do this. I got to take care of this. Or what happened to me or whatever in the past. Mm-hmm. That we don't even realize, like in this moment, like we don't even appreciate that. Yeah. So, going back to, like, you know, like I've learned to become more mindful, like, not mm-hmm. to have to be like so worried about what's gonna happen or not gonna happen. Like, let me enjoy this moment that, you know, I'm yeah. blessed with in this present, this gift. Exactly. But going back to um, the mental health piece, I think of, like, it only takes one time. Like, yeah. yo, I've had family members, right? Like, literally, um lose their life or lose their mental my father um he was a, a a licensed social worker but he's he's from the streets you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he's one of the original like i don't want to say gangs in a bad way but in a good way and you know whatever mm-hmm. but he was out here on the streets like working with all the gang youth because he was there he'd been there um back in the, everybody knows my dad like he's mm-hmm. deceased now but if you're from boston and you a little old school you know say but mm-hmm. one thing he he did um we had a family member who experienced psychosis after smoking weed. Yeah. And it actually, you know, it only takes one time to smoke. And it could be laced with some stuff. It could be laced with fentanyl. Like, yeah. but back then it wasn't fentanyl. It was probably something else.
1: Like PCP stuff. Yeah, like that. it was something oh, like that, Angel
0: yeah. Dust. But he literally, my family member went to the other side. Mm. And that's like, when I say other side, like he said, like, he, this is what, how he named it Other Side. Like, this family member had schizophrenia induced yeah. by. You know um, the substance. That's what they
1: had diagnosed me with. Right. I was in okay.
0: But, but okay. I was
1: only there for three days. Was, okay. It was saying that they wanted me to stay there longer to like make sure the diagnosis is accurate. But I just knew that in myself, I was like, it's the weed that's making me. Yeah, accurate. it's it's, it's not, synthetic. Know? It's it's literally yeah. made. Yeah. It's like modified to destroy yeah. your
0: brain. And by the way, I'm modified and engineered. I'm going to mess you up. Literally, it tells you that. Yeah. So like, so he, what, the reason why I brought my father because he taught me something. He was like, yo. Once you go to that side, it's kind of hard to come back. It is, yeah. And most people don't. And I said, "What you mean?" He's like, "Cause you start, it's torture. You can hear it, start hearing a voice. You start getting irritable. You can hear, you hear another voice. You hear another voice, and then before you don't know which one is real. That's why a lot of people who suffer from a lot of mental health illness listen to radios mm. because they know that that voice is real versus mm. some of the outside voices. But I say this because he was able to help a family member come back. By literally bringing him with him wow. to school, everything he was like, "Yo, that's a real voice. That's not a vo-. like." He was literally on his back. He helped him, like, you know, they had to medicate him at first, and then he lowered the med. He he, he went through. But he all yeah. see. He knew. He knows how oppression and racism affects black males and black people in general. But he had to come with that lens. He know how mm-hmm. to psych. He wrote a book called Post Traumatic Slavery Disorder. So he talked about. Want to take a look at that. Book, yeah, for though. sure, I got a copy for you, but. He talks about the effects of slavery of what it's done to our people. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us have like mental health that runs in our family, but we don't know, but it could be triggered by ass whooping. Like, you know, some parents spank their kids and all Ugh. of a sudden the kids like got problems. Or it could be triggered by a traumatic experience. It be triggered by um, smoking that blunt one day. Mm-hmm. Your life will change forever. And so it's really important that like, I'm glad you brought that up because I don't think people realize I had a cousin lost his life, life at a party. Everybody loved him, but he lost his life. And I don't know why I don't want to say, like, assume it was for certain things, but you just never know what's out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we got to really be careful. And I think it's helpful to say, hey, I found this way to channel, you know, to, to show like my life is like, life is good. Like through yeah. my art, through my life, just sitting here doing nothing. Do you just sit there and do nothing sometimes? Because it sounds like you'd be doing a lot.
1: Not very often. Sometimes I was, I was talking about this the other day too. I need to make more time for myself to just like relax. Okay. Like a lot of times I'm I spent working, but I forget that sometimes you just need to be able to relax. What, what
0: What does relaxing look like to you? Because now here we about
1: to go to this like, part of the show. I like to I, like, I go on hikes, stuff okay. like that. N- um, nice. I like to be outside. Anything doing outside, with it's like I'm playing basketball, hiking, no. ride my bike. So know? nature, air, like sun. Ear, you know? sun. Yeah.
0: Okay, we sun people. Okay, like that's what's that, up. Yeah. So how often do you do that?
1: Not very often as I used to. Okay. Definitely, like, when at the start of the pandemic, that's when I was figuring out, all right, what do I, like, what do I actually like to do that's not, like, all right, watching TV right. or, like, just chilling, being on my phone. You know, yeah. something I could do that's, like, just, like, just me. Right. You know, and I I, I started going on hikes. I really like that. Nice. And then as, like, stuff started picking up after the, um everything started opening again. I just haven't hasn't been much time for me to like make time for that. Yeah, and that's the thing. We have all the time. Where I just have to make the time. I have to put it into my <laughs> we schedule. We make
0: time, like you know? made time yeah. today to come on the show, and I really appreciate because you're mm. saying some valuable stuff, and our audience and listeners will hear some value. I don't care if it's one person or a hundred, a thousand. There's some value to what we're talking about. But can I actually, you, when you find yourself hiking versus not hiking or enjoying mm. nature or getting that sunlight, what's the difference? Do you notice about yourself?
1: um i definitely know that like i'm like i'm way more in my head and way more critical of my decisions okay because it's like i just overanalyze everything that i do you know? ah okay because i understand it too because it's like i'm not taking that time to just breathe you know i'm always like in work mode so i'm just making sure that everything's on point right and it, it could be like i don't like to overthink things because i feel like a lot of times like your intuition is always correct you know it's like all right this is what I'm supposed to do, this is how I'm about to do it. Right. But then a lot of times you might be like, start is this how I'm supposed it?
0: to do it? Then you start it's questioning like, yourself and yeah, then discount. In yeah. therapy, we call that like kind of discounting or um discount. Like, you know, you go get something of value, but then you bring it down to price yeah. because you start saying no and you start becoming critical of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are many very critical ourselves, you know, um, yeah. sometimes, especially when you're dealing with anxiety or in your head. I always ask people like that saying, in your head, like, what you mean by when you when you say you're in your head? But now I guess I realize it means like just thoughts, like kind of constantly, like right. just going, going,
1: going. Real right? explaining it is like, so the way we speak, you can't speak over yourself, but your thoughts is like multiple yous inside your head, just speaking over each other right. at the same time, you know? Right. It's like, so that's how it feels sometimes. It's just like. It's kind of like, it's like just shouting at yourself. Damn. Like, I should do this. No, do this. Do it this uh, way. Do it this way. Okay. No, nah, so, do it this way. So you mean, like, it's
0: like it's the way you're talking to yourself.
2: Yeah.
0: Ah, so the conversation, the dialogue that you have within yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, pause. All right. So I'm always pushing positive self-talk. And I don't mean it on a corny like, oh, let's all be happy. And I, I want us all to be happy. But I really mm-hmm. push it like a diet. I can't prescribe medication, but I can diagnose people. Yeah. And I push it like this is your prescription. Positive self talk. Yeah. And they're like, what? You want me to do this five times a day or once a day for the next seven days? Like uh-huh. like a pill. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, for sure. There's this is um Japanese there was this I read about this Japanese scientist some time ago. Um he had an experiment mm. with water. And he talks about it's um he talks about like and I'm not capturing the whole experiment, right? But he had an experiment with his students and he was I guess he was like talking to them. Like he had not talking to them, but he had them he had two glasses of water. You ever heard the glasses half empty or half full? Yeah. All right. So he had two glasses of water. Again, I'm not saying exactly how it was, but I'm giving you an idea of how this works, mm-hmm. this experiment he had. And so, basically, he had his students yell at the water, like yeah. say, like I hate you, like whatever, and whatever, like you're ugly, like you, like you ain't never gonna be nothing to the water. Just literally, like this is a cup of water, yeah. and just yelling it. And then what I guess what happened is he had them look at the water under a petri dish and the water literally started to change structure
1: for for sure that's crazy
0: yo you know the movie venom yeah you know how it's like a splat like a black splat Mm -hmm. and i don't nothing's wrong with black but you know it started under the microscope the water literally started to change that's crazy into like looking like venom type of like mold i don't know it just darkened like now, he had the students do the same thing. Again, don't quote me on the whole experiment, but just the gist of it, right? Mm-hmm. He had the students do the same thing and he had them look at the water and say nice things, like you're going to be the, you're the greatest, you're the best. I don't know what he had them say, but some positive things. Mm-hmm. And literally looked at the water under a microscope and in the Petri dish. And I guess the water changed um, structure, mm-hmm. but it crystallized like snowflakes. You know how snowflakes each have a different pattern? It's so beautiful and stuff. Mm-hmm. It literally changed structure just by the way it was talked to so there's a saying like water the theory is water holds memory mm. now this is how i explain it sometimes to clients because i say this is science behind this your body's
1: like 90 i'm water. about to ask you that oh, how yeah, much is your yeah, body it's like 98 what?
0: right i don't know they Nine, say some people say, 70%, some people say 70 percent. some people say 80 percent. it's a lot <laughs> let's just yeah. take it like that right the body like lip stress trauma all that stuff but Memories live in the body, your muscles, your tissue, everything.
2: Yeah, so, so let right me ask right. you this.
0: If well let me say this. If that theory is true, and again, I'm not sure if I said it the right way, but that's there's science behind if the water can change structure, it could become beautified or something that looks like mold or infestation, right? Yeah. If that can happen to water just by the way we're talking to it, think about when you're in your head how does that change your structure
1: and internalizing and it. internal it and
0: then in your environment? So if we're made of that much water, it, it's literally necessary to talk to yourself. Even if you don't believe it, like I, I'm a shit, like look at yourself. Uh, you should maybe not shit shit because that word itself. but it is. like, you know, say something about yourself. That's positive because if you don't, that could make or break a situation that could make or break the quality of your life. Mm. So like, we all going to have tests. That's just like challenges every month. That's given. That's just the way life works. But if you find a way to look at that test and say, I've got this, or I I remember I was going through something so horrible one time, not horrible, but some rough patches in my life. And my mom said, Malika, this will pass. And I was like, okay. And the way she said it so calmly, so polite, you know, um, and I started to have better p- thoughts about the situation. Like, damn, who I can get I can take care of this, I can knock this yeah. out. Why I can I can fix this, my whole life changed and and my outlook on that situation changed. Mm-hmm. So I said, wow, so just put it into practice. I literally prescribe that and say, listen, I, to different clients, different situations, or not even different people like clients, like even my like my, my homegirl, she does my nails, and you know a young crew be like, oh I'm dead. I'm like, yo, yeah. don't say that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. that. yeah, like, like, don't say that. They're like, why? I'm like, watch, you say that, you're going to start feeling that.
2: Yeah. Then you're going
0: to become that. Then you're going to become the walking dead. And you're going to be mm. like, damn, why am I feeling so down, so hurt, so angry? Because you told yourself to feel like that. So just going back to the thoughts in the head and stuff yeah. like that, I don't know if that was a little Jew right there, but
2: no,
0: I, I feel like, so when people used to say, I'm in my head, now I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gave me a good visual, too, because that's the artistry coming out, right? Yes. Giving me the image. But so it's really important that you have that positive self-talk. But also, I'm literally like prescribed. Like, I don't need Zoloft. I need positive self-talk this week. You know exactly. what I saying? Mean? But then, secondly, nature.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Connecting with the universe. I literally took my kids outside. Yesterday I was like, yo, take your shoes off. They was like, well, you went, it's raining out. I said, like, Yo, take your shoes off. Yeah. I said, put your feet to that ground.
1: My cousin was telling me about yeah, grounding. Yeah, yeah grounding.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, really I work weird. on a lot of grounding techniques, but mm-hmm. the thing about grounding is we are so much consumed on our phones, yeah. our 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 situations, our life, work, we forget to like we are part of this universe. Do you think like growing up, like okay, being in the music industry and being an artist and stuff? Do you think, like, as a black male, a, a black man, and just being, you know, having a network you have, do folks like that, if you told them this stuff, like, or do you guys talk like this? Or if you have conversations mm. around mental health, like, are people open to listening? Or how do people, like, in your
1: network deal with that? I think everybody's different, you know? It definitely depends on, like, your background, your upbringing. I think mm. I had, like, a good family back in me, you know mm. what I'm saying? Not everybody has that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some like a lot of the times, like, yeah, so if, if my mom and I might be around, it's like right, I can go to my grandma or, mm-hmm. or my aunt or my uncle. Mm-hmm. Some people it's like it's just them and their parents and if yeah. their parents is not the best then, you know. Yeah. So everybody's different. But I think that everybody can have a certain level of open open mindedness, yeah. you know. Like and I think it depends on like how many years that person have dealt with the trauma that they're going through. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. the deeper and deeper you go into it, it's like a show that forms yeah, around Yeah, it's
0: like a whole they don't force field. Because, yeah, because yeah. they're,
1: they're very defensive and I can't blame them enough for that. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, sometimes you've got to be around, on guard, yeah. around people, you know?
0: For sure. But you don't have
1: that opportunity to really, like, open up and be vulnerable. Yeah,
0: you know? for sure. But you know what? Sometimes we think it's literally, I've talked to people who have had, like, the hardest, some of the hardest trauma in their life, and I've said, like, one sentence. The reason why I started drop a jewel is because literally it we'll was say one word. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, I would say positive messages to people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, some of the, I felt like that was my gift. Like, you know how your gift is, like, your art and many other talents, right, that yeah. you have. But that was one of, just my voice itself. And so I would say things to people who've had some of the, come from some of the hardest conditions and um, hardest past that you could never ever think of, you know, mm-hmm. um, or conceptualize. Or maybe you can conceptualize it. But, and I'll say one line, and they'd be like, I never looked at it my whole life. Yeah. I've been thinking my whole life, I've been thinking this way, and that quick, you said that one thing to me, and I never looked at it that way,
2: yeah.
0: and I was like, for real? I do this all the time, you know what I mean? So it, that's why it became like Drop a Jewel, because I was, yeah, for sure, yeah. like, and when you see the power, the same way, like, you see, like, your art come to life, when you see, I guess that's my art, right, my, my voice, right, yeah. but when you can see that come to life and literally change a life like that, that's so valuable. Like that holds so much weight. Like that's so like that vision of seeing like just me making a joke or like something I said literally became an al- alternate reality for someone yeah. or alternate perspective. Just like art, like art, like you, I can look at this right now and you'd be like, oh, it looks like this, and then you look at it, you'd be like, no, it's this. Right, a whole different perspectives, right. But to know that you can help someone with that could change the
1: trajectory of somebody's entire life. Entire life
0: in like two seconds. Yeah, and I was like, and I remember this. Um, this um, one of my colleagues said, i like, you have a gift," and I was like, "For real? <laughs> I already knew that, but like, just hearing it from people that don't know you from like birth and you know, and just saying, yeah. Wow, that's a gift.' It's valuable. So. I think we got to share our gifts with the community and the world. But I I love the work that you're doing. And even you bringing that song up, Mayo Clinic, like, you know how many people who's going to listen to it? Because I know I heard it and I know what those words that you were saying meant. But you know how many people who maybe are fearful of talking about mental health or fearful, like, they put up these facades? For
1: a while, I was. I was uh, so. When I first left school, when I le- um, yeah, when I left school, I started working at um, Teen Empowerment. Nice. It's an organization in Roxbury. Mm-hmm. I was focused on just like, um, wow, well, I can't, I don't know why I can't remember the, the message. But it's, teen, it's, it's in the name, Teen Empowerment. Empowerment. Yeah, Empowering teens, right?
0: Yeah, I was
1: working specifically with TV studios, and that was like the um, sector of the organization. I was like focused on um, teaching you studio etiquette and um, ah. how to perform stuff like that, how to um, become self-sufficient as an artist. And so... One of the things that um one of my supervisors, Nate, he wanted me to do is just like um share my experience with the youth about my mental health. I feel like it was so recent to when it happened and I was kinda just like, like it was so hard to I do. Am I ready? It. Yeah, yeah, it was so hard to do it. And then to now think that I'm able to like share it in my music and like anybody can hear it. Right. Not just people who I'm just speaking to right there, but like anybody that clicks play on that song can hear it. And talk to it. It's just yeah. like it's I've been able to grow to that point. Yeah. So yeah. I almost
0: thought I like when I heard a song, I almost like stepped into your lens of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like if you have glasses on, like I'm like literally your glasses. Like yeah. I've seen it with family members in and, and the community. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, I just stepped into that lens and I felt it. So I can only imagine um the youth or whoever hears that music was like, okay, this person connects with me. But mm-hmm. I don't think like it was just like I I feel like some people make songs around mental health and I feel like it's just like dangerous. Yeah. But I felt like your your music, and when I say dangerous, let me pause on that. I mean dangerous like there's no there's a there's a there's not like a message it's just like the horribleness of it yeah. and that's it, and I think that's dangerous for someone who's maybe unstable to hear mm-hmm. but are not here like i I felt like your song it was authentic, it was real, but it also came with like solution
2: yeah it comes yeah. full circle yeah, you know you what know? i'm saying so
0: yeah. that that piece is needed so um so, all right, let's go back for a second. So, you got the artwork, the art exhibition. When's the next one?
1: Probably, like, sometime next year. Okay. Honestly, I want you to come see it. We're still we're doing, like, private walkthroughs this week. Oh, for sure. Because we're going to end off the gallery with an auction, but we're still, like, in the planning process of, like, um just coming up with logistics and everything. Yeah. But this, we want as many people to see it as possible. Yeah. So, definitely, like, um. Well, first of all, yeah.
0: you don't got to say I want you to come. Because I was coming. I it was just, I think, the, the day of the exhibition, ex- I just found out about the date before, yeah. and I was like, "What time is it? Can yeah. I can I bring my kids?" Yeah, of okay, okay, yeah. Cool. I
1: want I want people always perfect
0: because um, I want them to see like that like that inspiration too, like that motivation. To, like like my older son, he loves doing like the artwork, and I've seen like some of the things that you created. You, you make clothes, mm-hmm. not just regular. Yeah, clothes. this is my
1: brand right here. Clothes so, Tomo. Yeah. so so
0: so what's that? What's the what's the inspiration so, around that shirt? That's this
1: is um this is my main logo. This is a goblin. Okay. And basically, I drew the, um, I drew this in 2018. I, I was it. in class, and then um, when I was coming up with my brand, I needed to make some um, prints and some T-shirts. So like, I was just going through my schedule, and I chose this. And then since then, like a lot of people gravitated toward to towards this logo. I've used a bunch of different logos yeah. before. Yeah,
0: and you got a money sign on the bottom.
1: Yeah, I do. One of my slogans of my brand is um, get fresh stack money. Okay. Right? What's well, no wrong with that? Yeah, you know, I like I like. To express myself through my clothes and I feel yeah. like as we get older like fashion gets boring so I try to make yeah, my clothes sure. as like fun as possible yeah. you know what I'm saying so people can bring out their inner child and just like feel good and feel fun with the stuff that they put on you know? so
0: alright we're going to need to customize Goblin Drop a Jew yeah. with Maleka. like we gonna, I, I'm just thinking of the vision now so I'll let you mm-hmm. conceptualize that right and put all it together right. I'll bring the hoodies <laughs> yeah. you just bring the artwork right alright so you got the art you got mm-hmm. clothes you showed me a um like a the
1: pouch you want? Know? Yeah, can, can,
0: can we get, the get the pouch, that
1: pouch? Yeah. yeah, so all my clothes are handmade. Like that's why it's closed by Tomo, because I every piece of clothing or accessory I make it with my hands.
0: Can I aside see that? From,
1: yeah, aside from certain things, like I have socks and beanies, and I get those manufactured. But I love this. Majority of my clothes are handmade. Cause I like people to feel like they really have a unique, one-of-one piece for me.
0: Wow, because yeah. yeah. like my son is fourteen, and he's in, he's always losing everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But so I brought all my other kids, like um, the, you know, school just started, so I brought mm. them all pencil cases and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm not gonna buy him this; he just gonna throw it away. But I could see him keeping this. Yeah, yeah. I could keep. I could see him like making sure he like this. Wow, yeah, I love the new, this. The
1: newer ones I made have zippers, and it has like a um, a inserted lining too. I like so, the
0: I like the Velcro.
1: Yeah, you like the Velcro. Yeah, I actually I like the Velcro better too. A lot of people's like, yo, I need a zipper, so stuff doesn't fall out. Nah, off, like, it's, like, uh, it's like It's like yeah, it's giving
0: me um. What was that movie? Um, Coming to America. What he said. What is mm. it? Velvet. But it's like, what is it? Velcro.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's giving me those vibes. I love this. Um, yeah. what was the inspiration behind this? Even something like this.
1: Honestly, I was just bored one day before I was going to an event, and I had a little bit of extra time. And I want, was can like,
0: I keep
1: that? No. <laughs> I was just like, let me see what I could do. Yeah. I just uh took a piece of denim. I started sewing a bunch of scraps because like when I work on clothes and stuff, I keep all the scraps because mm. like, I don't like to waste stuff. Oh, so okay. I just uh sewed everything on there, and then I just. I just folded it in half, made the pouch and then And
0: you're efficient. So you're not so so he's good for the earth, right? Mm-hmm. You know, clothes by Tomo's good for the earth. Yeah, right. It is.
1: Everything, most of it's upcycled, yeah.
0: Wow. I love yeah. this. Like so alright, you got you got clothes, t shirts, hoodies, mm-hmm. you got um what yeah. else?
1: You can go dot com. You can check out everything. I All right, let's it. go. Y'all got to go there yeah. Check out, check out Tomo's
0: clothes. But I love the clothes. So people can put in their orders and things
1: yeah, like that. Yeah, I do take commissions. Those are, um, you can send an email inquiry or you can DM me. Okay. I have that. Most of the time, I update my website, like, probably like every two weeks. And, okay. like, I'll make new stuff. So what I do is a lot of times I get opportunities to vend at events. Mm-hmm. And so I'll make clothes for those events. And then whatever I have left over, I'll throw on my website. Okay. And I released in collections too. The last, I haven't released a collection in a while though. The last time I released a collection was um. I got
0: an idea. real
1: last year. <laughs> I'm working on a collection now though soon. That's okay. gonna drop. That's the one I was talking about um next month in September. Nice. Because I have a new shipment of socks coming in. Okay. That's one of my best selling items is my socks. Socks. Yeah, I don't. I'm not wearing them right now. I wish I was. Should've. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. I it was love socks day today. Yeah. yeah I just show you some. <laughs> oh, my phone's over there. That's okay. I'll show you after, but like yeah, yeah it's the socks and it has the goblin on. it. People love. Wow. So, I yeah. want
0: to come to the. I want to come to the exhibition in general, mm-hmm. but I also like to come and give our viewers too like a view um, of what's going on, like the mm-hmm. hard work that you're doing. And like, I don't really hear too many people in the community just saying, hmm, let me just do our, ex-. there are some, mm-hmm. but like to do it, just have a thought, to have a vision and to make it real in, in reality. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, what more can you say? And do you have like a lot of like, like, I know that costs money like yeah you know so, so funding this is like business work like
1: yeah how like how does that
0: process work i was able
1: i was able to have grace so i didn't have to spend money on the venue yeah because i had it through um marlon marlon forrester he was able to um provide that space to us okay that's a gallery space that he works with It's through um a mark i can't remember what the um the acronym is. a-a-m-a-r-p okay it's like african-american media art art something but it's like yeah so they have that space. And it's right there in JP off of um Emory Street.
0: Yeah, but that goes and, back to your network. Remember yeah. we talked about that network and a support system and how important that is, mm-hmm. right? Because like usually people gotta pay a lot of money for those things. Yeah, and, exactly. You know those things are really valuable. So you got that network.
1: Yeah. So, so then that, the only thing I had to spend money on was the um, materials, the art materials, the mm-hmm. canvases, the paint and stuff like that. Wow. And so that definitely relieved a lot of stress off me. Wow. Because um we wanted the event to be free. But yeah. if we had to pay for a venue, we'd have to charge for tickets so that we could break even. Right. But because the venue was free, we was able to, have to make the event free and have as many people come through as possible.
0: What was the feedback yeah. you got from, like, the people that came?
1: Um, I feel like a lot of people liked it, you yeah. know? It was, yeah, a lot of people really liked it. And it's crazy because this is, like, I feel like I'm at a point now where I could create something and people are going to come check it out no matter what it is. Yeah. You know, like, I'm... First and foremost, like a musician. Like yeah. my main focus, like my main passion, not my main focus, but my main passion is me.
2: Yeah. I
1: make clothes because this is what makes me money. Yeah. I've been doing it full time now for a year since last June. Nice. And so this is how I've been able to like. Let's um, go. Pay my yeah. portion of the rent, feed yeah. myself, stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Um, So it's just Hustle been amazing. It's, yeah, it's been amazing to see this. And so it's cool to just see like, all right, if I want to put together some artwork, people will come through to look at it. Yeah. You know? that was my, I think that was what's most important too. My main goal for the gallery was to just have people look at the art, you know? Yeah. That's what I just
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think even for like the youth to see that, like, I think it's important, like, all right, so like, coming from Boston, a lot of people don't realize like how much, like outside of Boston, they don't really, I I think Boston is becoming more known for certain things, but Mm. they don't realize like how like, dangerous some of our streets are
2: yeah. you
0: know what i'm saying like you go across one street you in a whole nother hood <laughs> territory yeah, it's yeah. and it's dangerous and so a lot of times growing up in that like you constantly like see that mm-hmm. i know i did you know what i mean i've seen yeah. that my whole life you know um just growing up not saying i'm like a part of nothing but just like you live there you you know you see it this is what you're a part mm-hmm. of so i feel like it's in, it's so vital that it's it's so vital that. The youth, especially the youth, but also everybody else too, see that, because I think mm. what the imagery that folks are seeing, you got to be able to connect first of all. Yeah. I remember like when I was younger, um, someone was like, "Oh, everyone needs to call, go to college," and, and it was like feeding that to like that, that kind of story to a lot of youth. and a, yeah. a lot of youth get discouraged because they're like, "Well, I can go sell some drugs real quick and get that money. they want to come up, they want to look nice. They wanna... So why would I go to college when I can go make money here?" So you have to be able to give people a different perspective of mm. how they can make money because youth like are our future, right? They literally mm-hmm. like <laughs> like you go somebody gonna be in a nursing home, who you want to be there taking care of you, right? So whether we like it or not, the youth is our future. So we wanna make sure like they see something different than just drugs, violence and crime and abuse and torture. Like we gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta change that narrative. And I'm not saying that's the only thing in the hood, but that's what a lot of many people see. So when when people think of Boston, yeah. they don't think of that. Yeah. They like, oh, Boston's like Harvard and you know, um, Harvard not even in Boston, right? They don't even know that it's yeah. in Cambridge. So yeah. they don't they don't see like how like it's bad too because at least in New York, like different boroughs is like kind of yeah. at least or stuff. whatever. Yeah. But like Boston's so small, and you can literally walk across the street and be in a whole nother territory yeah. and. And you know, have problems. Um, so I think that it's important like the youth see something different, like, oh, he's doing, he look he looks cool. Not like you like corny, like here's an art musician, but like mm-hmm. you look cool, you're showing things that they like, they, they can gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I like that, like that's dope, that's lit, whatever. That's the connection right there. Oh, I could do mm-hmm. that too. How you exactly. do that? Tomo, how you do that? Mm-hmm. So I think that it may be helpful for you to, and I know we talked about this earlier. To really
1: get some interns. Yeah, I want to re- do that. I want to do more stuff like that. Um, bring on youth to work. I want to do more workshops. I yeah. was actually able to do a workshop. Um, this past winter at um a place called Rosberry Youth Program. Yeah. And I I was teaching them how to kickstart a brand with no money. Yeah. You know, just like see, this is could, what I'm talking about. You could literally about. you could start a brand. Yeah. All, all you need is a phone or a laptop. You can start a brand. That's right. Start making money today. With like with nothing, with, with zero fees, you know what I'm saying? Aside from like Wi-Fi. Right. That you just go in the library. You could go to the library and start your brand. Today, this is what know? I
0: love like, about this generation because yeah.
1: the opportunity is lit
0: you have, you have in all your the phone, resources. Yeah. You have like everything in your phone. Yeah. Literally. You can get <laughs> like you can do so much with your phone and like you did the so you're showing you, man, they, listen, the city better take note. The mm. City better take note if they want to, if they actually care to take note. But they better take note because this is powerful what you're doing, and I think that you need to continue to spearhead things like this in the community. I know a lot of um, people in the community who's um, doing music and stuff like that, and that's all mm. good. But I'm like, what else? Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: like what else? What? Because like yeah, that's part of the reason why I did the gallery because I feel like. Um, I was going to a lot of events and they felt the same, you know, yeah. it's like, you get there, there might be a performance, yeah. people are selling food and clothes, it's like, let's do something different. There's way many, like, yeah. different types of events we could do, you know what I'm saying? So I really just do that to just to push the envelope to get people, like, thinking, you know, my biggest thing is, like, just, like, showing, like, once you see something in front of you, it's easier for you to do it. I believe that, like, seeing something in front of you is easier for you to attain it.
0: Right, so, like, absolutely, because you, like, the youth need to be able to see that it could be done. Uh. And once they can see it, like you or anyone, because like once you could see it, it could be done. Like for me, like I used to work around a lot of psychiatrists, doctors, professionals. And I, and I was the one in the background doing like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And but I was used to be like, how come they don't know these basic things or whatever? So like anytime I like I'm like, they don't have no common sense or something. Dude. And I'm not and I wasn't like licensed or credentialed and stuff like, like in certain ways. But I just knew I had common sense and a little hustle. And I was like, you could figure it out. And so like to some of the most complex things I was like, yo, all you got to do is how to figure it out. Everything has a process. Yeah. So like if someone says, well, "I don't know how to start a business, Google how to start a business. <laughs> like if you don't know, like mm-hmm. if you're trying to like get um incorporated, Google or look it up or just yeah. do a little teeny research and you'll be surprised what you get. Or like sometimes like um people like try to figure out like how to get credential for certain things in my field or how to start up a clinic. And I'm like, it's not it's complex, but that's where the mind comes into play, telling you yeah. you can't do it or it's so hard, but it's really not. So I think you're giving people a vision for that. And I know, <coughs> excuse me, Um, like everything you're doing is so powerful and I can only imagine where this thing is going because I, I can see it. I'm a I'm a visionary and I can like, I can see it. So I know mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really do see it. No. it. And of course, I'm going to support you. What I want to say is this show is about dropping jewels. Mm hmm. So you know I'm coming for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. we, we don't drop a lot of jewels, but if you had to drop a jewel or send a message to our people, or anybody, whoever's watching, right? Mm-hmm. Of all your experiences, mental health, stress, music, art, networking support, family dynamics, everything, your story is amazing. We it's marvelous, I say. And we yeah. haven't even got to the the whole like in-depth stuff, but I'm definitely coming to the art um, exhibition. But if you had to drop some jewels today, mm-hmm. based off of everything we said, what's the jewels?
1: I feel like the jewels, I, I'm going to say this one to Karen because this is for the viewers. The jewel that I have to drop is just keep going. Consistency is going. You can't fail if you don't quit. You know, A lot of people just um try to focus on what's going on around them. If you just focus on yourself and you keep doing what you're doing, you can never lose. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's journey looks different.
2: Mm. As long
1: as you're making some type of progress every day, then you're doing the right thing, you know? And you can't worry and stress about the money. We need money to survive, but you can't worry and stress about it and you should never like love and lust after the money. Mm. If you're doing what you're doing, then the money is going to come to you because if you're spending time doing what you're not supposed to do, the money's not going to come to you. Time is the most valuable um type of currency. Is more valuable than actual money. You can spend money and get that back. You can spend time and you can never get that back. So what you spend your time doing is very important to so make sure you're working on something that's actually important to you and you work on it every day and you never quit. Because once you quit, that's when you lose. It's when you fail. If you keep going and you don't, you, you can't fail. Because you're just growing and growing and keep like, progressing, you know? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people get discouraged and they just, they quit. It's so like, if you never quit, you can't ever lose. Right. So,
0: so oof, I don't even want to repeat what you did, because you said it so marvelous, <laughs> right? You Thank already said you. it. Wow. So, stay focused. Some key words I had heard. Stay focused. Don't lust after the money. Don't worry. You know, you can figure it out. Like, all, like you just said mad stuff, and I don't want to, like, like I don't want to even summarize it, because that was just dope. So, you just dropped mad jewels, and it's obvious that those jewels are real and a reality for mm. you. Now. Thank you for dropping that drew. Um, well, those jewels. Now, my next question is mm-hmm. you're doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you did mention you got to do, um, more relaxing. yeah? All right. So let's come up with the vision now. Okay. Right. Let's come up with the vision and I'm going to follow up with you. Right, but- I want to make sure like, You take care because the mind, you gotta relax, right? What they say, you gotta relax. (laughs) All right, so I wanna hear three things self care, I'm big on self care. Okay, all right, I'm on it. I wanna hear three things, three things, Mm. three for the stripes, that's why I got Ditas on today. Okay, (laughs) all right, three things that you're going to do, right, to help you relax. Mm what is going to be your plan because like you said you didn't make time yeah. well you haven't been but you've been making doing a little bit more you've been taking that initiative lately yeah. but we want this to be consistent the same way you get up and brush your teeth every day right mm. no i was joking yeah. right the same way you brush your teeth you're not told to do that you just mm. do it because you know like i gotta brush your teeth i ain't gonna be doing no ex- exhibitions when those things wrap, right yeah. but the point is the same way you get up every day and do certain things automatically that's how easy self-care should come to us, to make the time to do it. Give me three things.
2: All
1: right. Um, so I'm going to say one of the things um, I already started doing again, I was doing my like daily push-ups. I do them okay. um, in the morning when I wake up and before I go to sleep. Another daily thing that okay. I'll probably do is – um.
0: How many do you do the push-ups?
1: Well, right now I started back. I'm doing 50 a day, so I'm doing 25 in the morning, 25 when I wake That's up. That's realistic.
0: Remember, you said and, it, realistic. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. And eventually, I'm going to get to, like, 50 in the morning and then 50 before I go to sleep. And I'll see where I go from there.
2: Okay, and that's another one. another
1: thing is um, praying every time I wake up. Mm. Usually, like, I try I try to remember to pray every day before I wake up. If I don't, then I'll pray before I go to sleep. But I definitely want to pray before I start my day. Nice.
2: That's what I
1: want to do. Nice. And another thing, I'm supposed to journal every day. I was reading this book recently called um, The Artist Way. My girl gave it to me, actually. Shout out, girl. She key. special. Yeah. yeah Shout, key. No Yeah. Shout out, key, but, cause she's special. <laughs> yeah. Um. She gave me a book called The Artist Way, and uh-huh. I've been reading it. And one of the things that's in there is called the um, I think it's called the Daily Pages or something. Yeah. It's basically like when you first wake up, what you do is you just write three pages, like whatever comes to your mind, you just write it down. Three no pages? matter what it is. Yeah, three full page, three full notebook pages. Um, it could be like one front and back, and then another one, or it could just be like three, however you want to do it. And it's just right. no matter what comes to your mind. It doesn't have to be like um like grammatically correct formatted or anything, just write whatever comes to your mind. Okay. And not supposed to just get out whatever like self doubt you might have inside of you or ah. anything that's clouding your brain throughout the day. You just write whatever comes to your brain. That's
0: so dope. And cause...
1: you get it out at the start of your day and what you do is you don't you don't read you don't read it. Like you you could read it like maybe like months after you've done that's it. That's what but I was like, gonna ask. Every day like... you just you write it and you close it. You don't show nobody. You don't read it yourself. Ah. It's just to get everything just to clear your mind at the wow. start of the day.
0: Wait, okay,
1: so... And that's something I I started one day, and then I just I haven't been able to be, be consistent like with it. How did you like it? I felt like it was good. And that one day that I did it, I, I definitely feel like I could see myself doing it more. I just needed to um, create like a more consistent routine for myself because I feel like now, like I like I don't know. As an entrepreneur, I'm doing different things every day. Not every day I might be like, I don't have a set schedule. So maybe yeah. it's just like, those could be things that's part of my so schedule. So structured
0: in maybe? Yeah. So a little stru- So although you're... Entrepreneur like Mm -hmm. myself. So, we sometimes like, like, pick your own schedule. Pick your schedule, right? That's a blessing. What a blessing. And I'm Mm -hmm. not taking that away from that, but still, like, structure these things in. Exactly. So, so, okay. So, let's go back. So, we got, all right. Let's start all over. So, we got the journaling. Mm -hmm. We got the prayer. And what was the third thing? Daily push ups. Daily push ups, 25, 25. I love that. Um, Because one is like kind of physical, mental, like they're all kind of spiritual, mental. So, you're addressing your spiritual um, self care. Mm-hmm. Um, mental self care by getting out on paper, right? Like that. Um, and then the physical self care.
1: I didn't even think about it. Later. Yeah. yeah, people don't yeah.
0: think of, when they think of self care, they're like, oh, hair nails and spending money and all that stuff. So I'm like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you can't spend money all the time. You have to nourish the whole body, spirit, soul. Yeah. All right. So we got those three. I love those three, and I hope our viewers will take heed to those three, yeah. three things because those are really easy things that you can do. Now, before we end, do do foresee Any barriers?
1: Mm, Yeah. There's always barriers in life, but life is just about overcoming the barriers. All right. right. it's always going to be barriers.
0: You're right. So the barriers that you do foresee, maybe you might want to write them down on that paper, that journal,
1: and not not look
0: at it again. But think about what barriers could come in the way of that because, like you said, you want to have that rhythm, Mm -hmm. right? You want to have that routine, that structure. So I love this. Tomo, I love this. This is, no. I love this. This Thank is good. <laughs> this, yeah, is this is good. A, I, like, I like this conversation. Yeah, this yeah. is a real good episode. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think this is going to help a lot of people, um, but help you and help just, I can't wait to come to the exhibitions, bring my kids, my family to kind of check it out and mm-hmm. push it. And some of my students that I work with, I'll definitely push it too. Um, so here we have it folks drop a jewel with Malika. we got tomo here Yes, sir. you know yes, check boy. out the music check out the the, you know the artwork saying? the exhibition the close of so tomo yeah. tell them last one more last time where they can get what you at
1: yes yeah, so you can find me on all streaming platforms proud by tomo you can find me on social media at kobk617 and yeah from there everything links is in my bio all that yeah
0: okay and what's the instagram KOBK617. Okay, so everything. Okay, cool. We
1: got it. Everything is there. All yeah. right.
0: So, you lit. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Tomo.
1: Thank you for having me